Welcome to Thinking Ahead, your leading edge insights podcast. Each episode reveals the latest insights on today's consumers and offers a sneak peek of tomorrow's marketplace. Stop guessing what's next and start thinking ahead. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Thinking Ahead, a GFK Insights podcast. I'm Anna Mazumdar, your host, and today we're joined by three very special guests that were involved in the 2022 GFK NextGen Hackathon. Now in its 11th year, the NextGen competition gives undergraduates firsthand exposure to solving real-life business problems with consumer insights and data. Our guests today include Deb Eskra, Neil Heffernan, and Anne Tran. Welcome. So before we dive into today's episode, I'll give you guys a few seconds to introduce yourself. So Deb, why don't we start with you? Hi, everyone, and thanks very much. I'm happy to be here. Um, I um, am in the measurement and applied data science team uh, within Oracle Advertising. And what my team does is advertising research using large disparate data sets. Um, and we also work with the advertisers, their ag- uh, agencies, and their media publishing companies uh, with helping them understand um, how well their marketing campaigns are performing and how they can optimize for uh, future success of their campaigns. Awesome. Thanks for joining us today. Neil, how about you? But I, uh, I lead a group at GFK called the Sales Effectiveness Team. And what we do at, in our group is actually work with marketers to help them measure the effectiveness of their shopper marketing campaigns, as, as well as a lot of other things uh, around the shopper um, in the CPG and retail space. Awesome. And last but not least, Anne, how are you? Um, hi, I'm good. So I'm Antoine. I'm the leader of the uh, team at NJT that won the first prize at the GFK Next Gen Data Science Competition, and I'm very happy to be here today. Congratulations. I know that 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 is very impressive. So we're going to get into your presentation and all about that. So before we dive into your presentation, I wanted to talk about just what the competition means and what kind of data was involved and what the outcomes were. Um, So Neil, why don't you tell us a little bit about the competition, kind of the insights that we focused on, and what you guys expected from the students? Yeah, so um, the goal of the hackathon was to give students firsthand experience with evaluating uh, different data sets. We actually provided the students three different data sets from GFK. There was uh, the National Shopper Lab, which is a, a loyalty card, shopper card database. Um, we also have MRI Simmons data that we provided them that gives them consumer profiling and media consumption information. And then the last uh, data set we gave them was a, a syndicated product GFK has called Consumer Life. And it looks at trends based on life stage and lifestyles. So they had three different data sets that they were able to evaluate as part of uh, the competition. And really what we were wanting these students to do is to take these three different data sets and, and integrate them and look at the value of the multiple data sets in combination. And from there, you know, draw some sound conclusions and ultimately turn some of their insights into action and ultimately come up with uh, a product using these three data sets. 
So it's really interesting to see how students, you know, can leverage this data for the competition itself. But, you know, how can marketers leverage this kind of data from GFK? Yeah, so, um, you know, in my space, as I said up front, I, I, I manage a group um, at GFK called Sales Effectiveness. And the one data asset that it, the, out of the three, the National Shopper Lab is, is actually a, under my responsibility at GFK. And um, what marketers are able to do there is tap into a large data set of shopper card data across the United States. So it's a network of grocery and drug retailers that allow us to track longitudinally shoppers' um, purchase behavior over time. And having that longitudinal data allows us to do a lot of things for marketers. Um, you know, first thing we, we do a lot of is measuring the effectiveness of their shopper marketing programs. So this could be stuff that they're doing in-store, um, measuring in-store advertising, for instance. If you think when you go into a store and you see at the shelf, um, a um, an advertisement for a brand, new product signage, uh, a floor graphic that's on the, the floor of uh, the aisle. Those are all tactics marketers are using to drive sales of their products. And um, GFK's National Shopper Lab is leveraged to look at shoppers' um, reaction to those marketing stimulus, and we measure the effectiveness of that. We also help marketers evaluate the success and failure of their new products by uh, tracking the performance and, and we have a, a testing arm uh, within my team that allows us to help CPGs introduce new products that are gonna truly be successful in the marketplace. And then we do a lot with shopper segmentation and brand equity tracking studies. Uh, we also are doing more stuff outside the store uh, with helping brands understand the impact of their brand website content, their social media campaigns, um, and lastly, understanding the path to purchase. Over the last few years with COVID, um, you know, the shopper journey has changed dramatically. So we're doing a lot of work with the marketers to understand how people are ultimately buying the products today, be it online or in-store. And um, that's a lot of the things that, that we're doing day in and day out with, um, with our clients today. That's amazing. Um, before we dive into Anne's presentation, you know, when you were going into the the competition, what were you expecting students to come up with? You know, given what you had presented to them, what were some things that you thought maybe might come out of this? And, you know, we'll get into this a little bit later in the episode, but, you know, were you surprised by any outcomes? Yeah, I was uh, very pleased to see the creativity, the diverse data methodologies, and the overall thought process um, from these challenges. Um, I had to always, during the judging, had to stop and remind myself that these are university students and not seasoned marketers and data analysts. So did they present what would, from start to finish, work in the industry? No. But that, that's the point of this hackathon, is to see the creativity and the line of thinking and to be, bring a fresh perspective in using this data. You know, um, successful products in the industry are developed over time and with iterations and not on the first go around. So um, it was great to see that these submissions were a good starting point and how they were trying to think about the path to purchase of the consumers using the data. Perfect. So, Anne, um, as you were about to go into this competition, you know, what the, the you know, how you were going to use the data, how your team was going to be involved. Why don't you talk us a little bit about, you know, what you were thinking as you were going into it? 
Um, so we were thinking of building some types of recommendation engine because we realized that the data set given to us actually reflected the customer's preference of certain products. And so, for example, if a customer um, purchase a product over and over again, it shows that the, uh, he or she really likes it. And so we can use those type of interesting information to make their shopping experiences more personalized. That is my approach. And that is what I think a business uh, need um, from the data. And so um, we divide um, the team into like into two sections where um, two of us actually um, create the uh, model for the recommendation engine and to actually implement it on it on practice to see how it uh, to see its performance um, on the data set. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your team? Who was on it? Um, yes, yeah, so my team consists of um, four uh, four people. So I uh, and the leader is a computer science junior at NJT, and my three other peers, um, Hua, um, Tuan, and Dang, is also um, three um, students who I um, actually go to school with and uh, have met before the competition. And I decided to invite them to join me because I know their skills and their passion for data analytics. So obviously you were the winning team, but as you were going through the challenge, how did you, you know, evolve your your strategy? How did that come about? Because I know that during the process, you had an opportunity to get some expert feedback through it. So how did, tell me a little bit more about that. Um, so first of all, we were trying to build like a recommendation system that would recommend the users when they walk into a specific store in a specific season, uh, which product should we recommend it to them? But after hearing the feedback from David um, and um, a meeting with our advisor, we realized that there's not much of a correlation between uh, the products that a user buy and the season that they uh, that it is having. And so we decided to change our strategy and we decided to try to like um, find the preference of a user towards a product and how similar items, um, how similar other items are to those products. And we would re recommend the most relevant products that um, they would most likely to buy. Nice. What was the most surprising part of the challenge? Um, so the most surprising part of the challenge uh, I found during the competition is actually the presentation part. Since we were only given five minutes to present our product, um, I felt that presenting um, the two recommendation service that we created is was too much, and I felt um, and I fear that we could not convey enough information during the presentation. And so the team actually discussed a lot about this um, during the final days uh, of the competition. But finally, we still decided to present both uh, products that we developed and cut off the unnecessary parts to keep up with the time slot. Great, and. You know, now that you've gone through the experience, you've heard all the feedback, you've even won. Is there anything that you would do differently next time? And maybe what's a piece of advice that you could give to a team that's participating in the future? Um, so I think that um, if I were to redo uh, the comp to redo the competition again, uh, I would try to make more um, demos of our products. So we try to actually implement it on, for example, a website so that the judges can understand it more visually. And it can also reduce the time and effort uh, of our team to describe what we have done in the in, in words. So it like reduce more theoretical parts, but like it involves more practical part 
of the the product that we created. And any advice for anyone participating in the future? Um, so one important advice that um, I think uh, future students who want to join the competition should need is that um, they should try to have a professional manner. So they should try to uh, keep up with uh, the time with their peers and learn how to collaborate with others because this is a 10 day competition. It spans um, in uh, more than one week. So we have to distribute the time efficiently and we would have to distribute the uh, uh, the most appropriate task to each member to ensure that um, the final outcome would be uh, desired. Perfect. So, you know, I hope you had a great experience at this competition and I hope that you'll, you know, apply again to join next year. But I'm going to bring it back to Deb and Neil. Um, Deb, you did, a, you know, you touched on some great points as to what surprised you the most about this challenge, especially, you know, these students are not seasoned marketers. They're leveraging data, you know, maybe for the first time in a scenario outside of the classroom. But I wanted to bring it to you guys to talk about, you know, what factors help determine I recommend to win this challenge. Yeah, I think um, uh, part of it was that uh, I recommend took into account and combined all of the data assets that they had available to them. There are many different data sets um, and they showcase that they were able to use all them as well as they show that they applied different statistical techniques to arrive at their answer and conclusions um, of uh, what their new product should be. As Ann was saying, you know, it's 10 days for them to take all this data and, and you know, develop something that's going to, you know, be actionable on the back end. So I think all the teams had that challenge and, you know, using all that data, you know, is, you know, it's very difficult for, for you in that concentrated period of time to come up with a, a final recommendation. I thought the that his team was by far the most effective at managing the use of all that data and uh, interpreting the data and ultimately clearly addressing a business question and having an end solution that actually could be actionable. Um, and that's just really, um, you know, what clearly stood out for us and the, the team's ability to do that. Answer, but were there other things that the other teams also did that, you know, kind of something that you remember like, oh, like this is something that they brought just as tips for future teams that, you know, might want to be involved? I think showcasing um, it within the presentation, what was the business objective? What are you trying to do? And then showing the data behind it and then showing the conclusion of the product to make sure that it flows well in uh, what we would uh, position as a business plan um, in the real world. So not just jump right into it, but to do the positioning up front and then show all the backup and then say, this is what we are proposing for our new product. Amazing. I think that's great feedback. So how can aspiring marketers learn? How, what can they learn from this challenge? How can they implement this into you know, their own strategy or the way that they approach data, whatever it might be? Yeah, this is a real world data that they're using. Um, it's probably a larger sample data set than what they're used to in the classroom settings. And in the classroom settings, I know that they are getting large data sets, but it's already curated for specific um, 
uh, tasks and um, answers. Um, Big data is not clean and in a controlled format. It's messy, it's all over the place, which I'm sure that the team's experienced. Um, hopefully that gives them a little bit more insight into what they would experience and in going into um, some type of a, a research or analytical role um, after graduation in the real world. Great. Neil, any thoughts here? Uh, no, I think Deb, uh, Deb covered it. Perfect. So we usually like to close out our episodes with, you know, a thinking ahead portion and then also a closing of advice. So as we think ahead, you know, what types of students should apply for this competition in the future and what can students expect to get out of the competition? I think certain majors would probably lend themselves more to this event than others, uh, such as data science, computer science, analytics, marketing, advertising, stats and math. Um, any of those that are creative and have an entrepreneurial spirit, I think would do well um, with this event. But any major background should apply if there's an interest. Um, because um, in, the, uh, in this industry that uh, solely specific background students are not the only ones that are hired that it helps to have a major background, but if they have the interest, the experience, and they just get it when it comes to this data, um, we don't want to exclude those. So, you know, continue to have it open for all while, you know, like I said, it might lend itself better to others that um, it's definitely not an exclusionary event. Yeah, and um, I think, you know, what, I think just to add to that real quick, I mean, just yeah. have being, um, you know, in this competition, these students are gaining experience using real data from the industry, as Deb was saying. Um, the other thing is they learn to work as a team under really tight time pressures. And uh, this happens all the time in the business world. Um, so I think this this hackathon, you know, you know, 10 day period is a real world example of things that they would experience as they leave college and enter the workplace that it's going to give them really good uh, experience knowing kind of what it's going to be like dealing uh, with business issues on a day in and day, day out basis in a, in a career. I agree. And what did you take away from this competition? Um, so my takeaway from the competition is that um, um, I can learn both the hard skills and the soft skills um, when I enter the competition. So, uh, for, for example, uh, I have to learn new mathematical models and new subjects in order to create the product that I want for the competition. And also, as Neil says, the competition also provides us with a fast-pacing environment um, where we have to collaborate with other members in the team. So it would help um, me to develop some important soft skills such, such as um, communication, team collaboration, uh, leadership, and so on. Yeah. Great. So closing advice, why are competitions like the Next Gen Hackathon important in nurture, nurturing academic development and for organizations too, for them to participate in something like this? I think hackathons and events like this provide um, good exposure into marketing research, entrepreneurship, and other related fields. Um, it's also helping to showcase uh, the data and the techniques that are currently used in the industry. but. By having all of the university students, it's also bringing a fresh perspective on the data 
those of us in the industry are looking at the same data um, and types of data day in and day out. So it's bringing that fresh perspective also to us uh, seasoned um, industry professionals. Yeah, and I think, yeah, and I would just say it also allows the students to apply what they've been learning in school um, to real business issues and it allows them to showcase their talents. As Deb just said, you know, fresh perspectives, you know, how are, how are today's students, um, you know, what they're learning and how they would interpret and use the data is very helpful to get those fresh ideas into the ecosystem of, um, of a company. And I think as, you know, organizations like GFK hosting things like a hackathon, it allows us to really discover smart young talent that ultimately, you know, we could hire if we think that um, they would be good fits for our organization. So I think it, these types of events are great for the students, but also great for organizations like GFK to go out there and host that and, and really engage with today's students that are going to really be what drives the industry forward over the next, you know, two to three decades, right, as they get into their careers. Love to hear that. That's definitely thinking ahead. Um, I want to thank all of you guys for joining us today. You know, I congratulations, Anne, you know, well-deserved. And, you know, it was really great to kind of hear your perception of the competition and just kind of the back end of what you and your team were going through. And Neil and Deb, I really appreciate you as the experts and judges here to really provide your insights, your feedback on, you know, what students can do better, what students did well, and why it's important to be a part of a hackathon. Um, I'm excited for next year's competition, um, you know, to see what it's going to be about. But until then, thank you. Any last thoughts? Any last anything? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. congrats, Anna. We, uh, we obviously uh, yes. thought you guys did a great job and uh, obviously wish you more success wrapping up your, uh, your college, uh, I guess it's senior year next year for you. Yeah. So, Congrats, um, you know, with winning and your team, and hopefully you have a great summer and uh, and a great final year at NGT. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Thinking Ahead. For more information on today's topic, you can click the link in the description. And please make sure to leave us a rating and review. Let us know what you like about the show. And of course, if you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button to keep up to date with the latest insights. We'll see you next time so that you can keep thinking ahead.